1: at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places!
5: I don't know, y'all
6: better <laughs> ask somebody. Hat, hat, hat on, suit on, looking like a trap giving dawn. Give me the mm-hmm. like a million bucks. Got, Got them things the in his cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me, who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Everybody said, listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah.
3: Uh Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on now, dig me. One and only Steve Harvey. Got what? Radio show. Man, what you doing with it? Trying to do the very, very best I can with it. I really am, you know. I get tired sometimes on on my journey. I'm, I'm not gonna kid you. Um, um trying to make something out of yourself is 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 a task um if if you want to attempt to do something and 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 understand going in that that the if the thing you're trying to do is to improve yourself to better your position to better your relationship, your family, anything, you trying to be a better you, you trying to make more money, you're trying to get it together, you're trying to change. If any of those things are in your hopes and dreams, know this right here, you are about to face some challenges. But you might as well go ahead anyway and face those challenges, because if you don't, you have a whole nother set of challenges to face. You know, it's, it's, it's an amazing thing, man, how people sit around and they watch other people strike out to become successful. And they sit in the stands, watching these people play out these games, and they and they and they criticize, they boo, they laugh at their efforts and everything, and they talk about the failures. He missed that game-winning shot. Boy, he suck. Man, he did this. He ain't worth that. Man, high in the world, she step on that line right at that. Man, she can't shoot nothing. She, she ain't made a shot all day man you see this guy he er, everybody dunking on him. this dude right here man he ain't he ain't he ain't been on base in 35 games man this dude right here ain't nothing they paying him all that money. I hear people who sit in stands who criticize people who are out there on the playing field. Now when you're on the playing field, you have a set of challenges in front of you. You're going to be open to criticism. You're going to be open to ridicule. You're going to be talked about when you don't know the people who are talking about you. Now, here's the upside to being the player on the field that's facing all the challenges, the criticisms, the laughing, the joke, the being talked about. He has something going for him. This person, boy, woman, child, girl, man, has an opportunity to win. They have an opportunity to win. And in the game of life, just because you lose one of the games or you lose one of the matches, it don't mean you've lost. You don't get put out. You keep playing. And when you're playing, here's the upside. You have the opportunity to win. and But guess what? You're going to win some of the matches. You're going to win some of the points. You're going to make some of the dunks. You're going to hit some of them over the wall. You're going to hit some out the park. You're going to score some goals. You will if you're playing the game. Here's the problem with the people who don't face criticism, who nobody boos or cheers for, who sits in the stands and knows neither victory nor defeat, those people, without realizing it, are facing a set of challenges also. And the challenges they're facing is how I'm going to live with myself, what I'm going to do now, what direction am I going in, where am I going to live, wonder what job will hire me, Wonder if I can get paid for criticizing. Oh, woe is me. I can't find the purpose in my life. And man, I'm just waking up in a state of confusion. I don't know what to do. Now, let me ask you something. Which one of them set of challenges you'd rather be faced with? Because if I'm on the floor playing, if I'm on the field playing, if I'm out on the court playing, then guess what? I got a chance at winning. But guess what I'm doing every day while I'm playing? I'm strategizing. I'm waking up with a purpose. I'm waking up trying to come up with another angle. I'm in pursuit of a goal every single day versus the people in the stands who know neither victory nor defeat. But they got the nerve to boot. They got the nerve to criticize. Every time I see him, he got that on. Every time he think he this, he think. Do you you know people like that? Of course you do. Now, you gotta gotta make sure though, that you're not the person that we are talking about. Get on the field, get on the court, get in the game, face the challenges. Better yourself, better your wife, better your children, better your condition, better your employment status, better your job, better your career. Start your business, man. Invest. Take a shot. Come on, man. What you waiting on? Because the alternative is to watch other people play the game. You know what I just do sometimes? Sometimes I just, I get Forbes magazine or Money magazine, or sometimes I still grab a copy of the Rob report. I just flipped through it just to see. I used to get these this book called Unique Homes. Unique Homes is a magazine that just has a lot of extravagant houses that's on sale across the country, across the world. I used to just flip through, man. Let me just see, man, what the people that's playing the game out there doing. Stop watching other people become successful when you could very easily be you if you make the decision. But when you make the decision to become successful, get ready for a series of challenges. But if you don't accept the challenge, man, look at the challenges you face with. That's the hard part, man. For me personally, I think it's harder to be nothing. Me personally, I think it's more difficult not to accept the challenge. I think it's, for me, this is just for me, it may not be the case for you. For me, I think it's far more difficult to wake up and just see how life going to go today. Because, man, it could just deal you any kind of hand today. You understand? I I don't like, you know, spades. Let, let's talk card game, for example. The game of spades. Really, man, there ain't a whole lot you can do if you don't get no spades. Really? It's a little couple of little strategies you gotta do, but you can have all this ace, king, queen, diamond, all you want, but man, you ain't got no spades. They cutting them. You're in trouble. Be it whist, different game. You can create what's in your hand. You got dealt a hand too, but you can create a hand. You can call a trump. You can Make diamonds your spades. You can make hearts or clubs your spades. That's what I'm saying, that's what it is. You can do something with it. It's a different game, man. You can strategize. I would rather have a say-so in my life than to wake up every day and just see how it's going. I think it's more difficult to not accept the challenge to be something than it is to accept the challenge to be something. I think it's more difficult to sit around and not be nothing. I think it's harder to watch everybody's life going somewhere but mine. I think it would be very difficult for me to sit here and hear them talking about other people and never mention my name. It would be difficult for me to see everybody rise and getting promotions except me. That would be difficult for me. It may not be for you, but for me it would be quite challenging. I would rather accept the challenge of making something out of my life than to sit there and criticize those and then watch and see how my life just may go. Okay, just a thought today.
7: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? We are now boarding a flight to Ignorance. Welcome to Ignorance Airlines. I'm your steward or flight attendant, whether you call me, and I'm the pilot. Welcome aboard. I won't be serving nothing but just dishing out everything. If you want peanuts, come up front, get them yourself. You need some water, swallow. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to flight 418, Destination Unknown. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are now at 10,000 feet. We'd like to welcome you aboard uh, W-I-N-G. That doesn't stand for wing, that stands for ignorant. And I uh, want to welcome you aboard. Wi-Fi is available for $35. Uh, we got uh, peanuts <laughs> up front. Can they $35. $35. <laughs> we got water. Peanuts? $35. <laughs> Everything
1: is 35 You want a
3: sandwich lie. of any kind, $35. We only got peanut butter sandwiches, so if you have a peanut allergy, hang in there. We'll be landing at our regularly scheduled place. Any allergic reactions to peanuts will not be addressed during this flight. Welcome this to W-I-N-G, <laughs> we eat nut. Welcome aboard. Enjoy your flight. Oh. What was that?
8: <laughs>
3: morning,
4: everybody. <laughs> what was that last?
3: Good boy? morning, Steve. Oh, that's right. Like, uh, uh, you know, welcome you aboard. Uh, uh, <laughs> have a nice flight. Uh, click on click, yeah, on, click
4: on.
1: Click on, click on.
3: <laughs> you know, like you was going to say something else. Morning, Shirley.
1: Good morning, darling. How are you? I'm wonderful. Carla, how are you today, darling?
4: I'm doing great. What's up, crew?
3: Oh, we doing good right here. Right here. Uh, Junior? Morning, up? Huh? Morning, Nick. <laughs> Every day. Yeah. Yes, just made it me. Tommy Tom. Tom.
6: Ha,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm on the radio every morning.
6: <laughs> they said I wasn't going to be nothing. <laughs> everybody
4: can hear me? Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, I take
8: care of my mama. I take care of my family. <laughs> oh, I didn't think I was going to be nothing.
6: <laughs>
3: you take care of everybody? You sure ain't get that wash and dry?
6: Uh-uh.
3: <laughs> I, know that, I know that wash and dry. I got the wash ass, and dry. Okay? I know that Stop better that. get up there. It better get up there. And it's she didn't, want no, there, but and honey, she her didn't want no. not want no Bought
8: her some already. That ain't
3: cool,
8: huh? Oh, uh, this, this little guy done bought her the wash and dry already. Now, no, no, no. no. The little guy's her booth thing. Boo thing. boo thing. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, hey. I don't. I don't use those words concerning my mama. Okay. I don't use boothang concerning and over my mama.
4: And over.
8: <laughs> hey. Seven times. Stop it.
4: These your mama words. Man, we ain't making this up. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> All right, well, uh, while, while you chew on that, we're going to chew on this <laughs> in the words of Don Cornelius. You know, we talk about, about a lot of stuff on this show, but I, I got to ask you, what's the craziest thing or the weirdest thing that you were caught doing red-handed? All right, that's for something funny. Oh, yeah. he was naked. What are yeah. you talking
7: about? <laughs> we got to talk about it for when real? we come back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: It is time for something funny. Now, Steve, I wanted to ask you, and and the guys as well, uh, what's the weirdest or the craziest thing you were caught doing red-handed? Something you know you weren't supposed to do, but it was crazy, though. Maybe it was something you were looking up online, or maybe it was an embarrassing moment in the bathroom. You told us about when you were at, yes. your,
6: <laughs> at your
1: girlfriend's house one time and you had a real bad uh, explosion. Uh, no, so, anything. Something that happened during, you know, on the job. I, I mean, I'm done everything. I mean,
3: which yeah. one you want? Oh, Red-handed. For, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stealing.
6: Skilling. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> you
3: under arrest. You have so
6: Everybody many stories. Everybody down.
3: Yes. I've heard all these statements in my life.
8: <laughs> mm-hmm. Halt right there. Put your hands up. You. Hands up.
3: Yeah, I've had all. Which one you want? Uh, which one of them you want?
1: Something funny. Chella wasn't
3: none
8: of it funny. Oh, getting, oh, busted. No, you. Funny. getting busted just ain't funny, right? <laughs> well, have you, naked, huh? have you been caught butt naked on? Have you been caught butt naked? No,
3: I ain't never been caught butt naked. That's your I,
8: story, Tommy, huh?
3: Well, oh. you know, I it. <laughs> Wait.
1: <you wanted laughs>
6: well, get... I tell you one time, <laughs> okay, I would. Okay.
3: You know, <laughs> See, I got I knew caught, it. I knew but I it. wanted to get caught. Uh-huh.
6: Oh, what oh. do you mean?
3: I was at the girl's house one time. <laughs> she was at work. Uh huh. And uh, I told her I was gonna cook for her when she came in. So I got over to her house and set it all up and uh I had cooked everything. You know, I cooked pretty good, you know. I was young, I was a young dude then. Mm-hmm. So she had a duplex townhouse. The kitchen, living room downstairs, and two bedrooms was upstairs. And uh I decided to go on upstairs and wait for her. You oh. know, I done done all this cooking all afternoon. And uh so, I just had a trail of clothes all the way up the steps. Okay. Come on. I'm under the cover naked.
6: Okay.
3: Looking like new money. Yeah. Uh-huh. Showered. Yeah. Uh-huh. I got so much baby oil on me. This was before I knew how to handle baby oil. <laughs> uh-huh. I had so much baby oil on me, I done ruined her sheets.
6: Just oily.
3: Yeah. All in my house. Uh-huh. I had excess, I had baby All I, I didn't know what I was doing then.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh-huh. And uh, she was picking up the clothes, coming up, stuff, laughing. You so crazy. Oh, you so crazy. Oh. You know, I had, you know, one sock, then another sock.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, belt, you know, drawers.
6: <laughs> you, know,
3: you know, shirt, just, just cap. <laughs> all that placed up the steps. The uh-huh. last thing was a draw. She got up there, and I snatched the covers off. I'm butt naked. Mm-hmm.
6: Uh-huh.
3: Mm. But I got so much oil on me. Yeah. Uh-huh. All she said was, oh, my God, look at my sheets. <laughs>
6: mm. I said, your sheets? <laughs> look at you all see all this is. laying on these <laughs> damn all sheets? Is. What is you talking about your sheets for? All
3: what is. you need to worry about rhyme with sheets, but that that's, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Look at all these sheets. She was so, so mad.
6: Yeah. Because uh-huh.
3: I had baby all on the sheets. Grace. She missed the point.
6: Yeah.
4: Of all the whole yeah. damn point. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. So what ended
8: up happening?
3: Not a damn thing. She mad. Real attitude, too, about her sheets. About some sheets.
8: Must have been sad. So Is I got up, you
3: know, no, hell no. Just regular cotton sheets. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going down. I gotta collect all my stuff all the <laughs> way back down these damn steps. <laughs> Ain't this about nothing? I'm putting stuff on, on the stairway as I could. So, when I got to the bottom, I was fully dressed. Yeah. Uh, because I had took the stuff off strategically. So, I just put it back on the same way. You got my drawers.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: And my pants. Yeah, you your
2: order. My shirt. Pattern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. My yeah. socks. Yeah.
3: My shoes. By the time I got to the bottom, I just got on dressed, went on got in my car, went on home, hell.
6: <laughs> you laughed?
3: Yeah, what I what you're not finna to do is be mad at me all this damn time. <laughs> buy some streets. Yeah. What happened to the meal, you Hey, girl? the spaghetti and the salad in the refrigerator. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> got
3: <an> attitude. <laughs> <laughs>
6: I'm done with yeah, you. So, so you, got, you
1: put on your clothes and got in your car and went home. What happened the next day? <laughs> Did you no, talk no, to we, ain't, we ain't
3: talked for a while. Oh, okay. Then she called me, she said, so I ain't heard from you. Uh-huh. You ain't heard from me. <laughs> now, you know, she called my apartment.
6: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I
3: ain't heard from you because, you know, hate to tell y'all this. <laughs> what no cell phones back then. <laughs> I ain't heard from you. I said, well, hey, well, what you, what you want to hear from me? I spent all that time cooking you a meal and all you complain about is shit. I'm sorry. Nah, hell, no. I'm sorry nothing. No. I see how you are. No. see your ass crazy. <laughs> I ain't finna get involved with you. Uh,
1: so that was, mean, it. was it. That was yeah. it?
3: That Yeah, never went nowhere.
1: No. Wow. Did you buy her some new sheets?
3: No. Buy her some sheets. Wash them. <laughs> hey, what number baby oil?
8: <laughs> grease. It's kind of hard to get out. Yeah, it was long. grease, Steve. <laughs> That's kind of hard to get out.
3: That ain't dog. It they bad sheets. But you complain. You missed the point. Skip. Thank you for cooking a meal. Yeah, all that. All this here. None of that.
1: She was unappreciative. You know. She well, laughing you know up the though. steps at
3: the clothes. But get up there now. She she, she hit a switch so hard. She just that damn mad about this baby all on these sheets. I tell you what. I tell you what, I ain't gonna stop doing. I ain't gonna stop using baby all. I promise you. I'll <laughs> well, that, bet you see. that. I might be a little, a, a little rookie at it now, because I'm 21. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, I'm gonna learn how to work this baby all. <laughs> <Well,
1: laughs> see, that and
3: taught at, you a lesson. Yeah, uh, Well, at 61, yeah. I am a baby all specialist. <laughs> I'm a boss, baby. Yeah. A B-O-S. A baby all. Baby all specialist. Oil.
8: Something about you and baby. He just he I did I tell you about the time Carla I I had to come get him he didn't slipped and fell he butt memory. naked in baby all.
1: wait what, what? no oh. you didn't tell her
8: <laughs> oh my God
1: Steve you didn't mention this at all
8: yeah, this this is is tell him about you the time show. I had to come get you you didn't call call because you fell and <laughs> you stand you you in a puddle of baby oil butt naked tell him about that part.
1: Oh, so you plot saw plot him butt naked, Tommy? I
8: didn't call what? him. I hollered out.
3: Oh. <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ain't nobody
3: uh, called oh him. God. He came over.
1: Coming up, <laughs> coming up next is run that prank back. More ignorance
7: from this ignorant show. <laughs> right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Kevin Hart is in talks with Will Smith for an uh, Tommy, you're gonna love this, for an Uptown Saturday night movie
8: reboot. Okay, what?
1: Yes, 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 come on, yes. boy! Yes, yes, one of your favorite Listen, all-time movies.
8: I got you, I got to be Geechy Dan. I got to be <laughs> Geechy Dan. Come on now. Y'all got to get us to the nephew. Let me be Geechy Dan. I'm gonna yeah. go in there and Ooh. get in some.
4: You got yeah, Richard <laughs> Farr was in that movie, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh.
8: Hey, oh, Sharp Eye, Washington?
4: Uh, what? Yes. <laughs> man,
1: Obviously. I know
8: this movie like the back of my hand. That, that's, that that's, is that's one of the all-time greats. If they bring this back, if it's Will and Kevin. Yeah, Will yeah. and Kevin. Hands down, home run.
1: Yeah, yeah. Home run. And uh, ex-pro wrestler John Cena, he's also an actor, you know him. He wants his ex back. I want my old oh, man back. Remember that? Oh, no, yeah. He <laughs> back. yeah, he wants her back now. I've been mm-hmm. there. But uh, right now, it's time for the nephew who wants a part.
8: Wait a minute, Shirley. Huh? Uptown Saturday Night. Yeah? Unc could yep. play Flip Wilson's part.
4: The Reverend. Oh, the yeah. Reverend. The
8: Reverend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. All right. Oh. Right there. I got you, Unc. I can cast this thing right here now. <laughs> Quill
4: and they Kevin. They all really,
3: really, man. They ought to put a couple legend cats in there. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah.
8: yeah. All right,
6: all
1: nephew, sure. it's time for the prank. What you got?
8: <laughs> <laughs> Y'all all All right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got it
8: for you. The choir director. The choir director.
0: Hello.
9: Hello. I'm trying to reach Lorenzo. Lorenzo, please. Speaking. Who's calling? Uh, hi. This is. Uh, I'm Bernard. I'm giving you a call on behalf of uh, Missionary Baptist Church and uh, doing a follow-up. Actually, you you you've been uh, the choir director there. Right. Uh, For what, is it uh, close to six years now? Five and a half years, yes. Okay. And and, and from my understanding, you're doing a great job. Everyone seems to love what you're doing on Sunday mornings, which is definitely a blessing for the entire congregation. Right. So what I was giving you a call on is there seems to be a bit of, of discrepancy with some of the antics that is going on when you are directing the choir on Sunday mornings. Antics. Say again now. Yeah, no, no, come, no, come again. You said antics. Right, well, some of the members. Wait, who, who are you? Once again, I said my my name is Bernard and I'm actually calling on behalf. Bernard, what? What's your last name, sir? I, I'm not, I'm not actually a member of. Uh huh. But I've been asked to give you a call and and bring some things to your attention and 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 deliver the news that the church would like for you to have. Okay. Now what news is that? Well, let me let me get back to where I was. I was stating that. Some people in the congregation are actually having a problem with your antics when you're directing the choir, uh, different things that they're not happy with. It is a sorrowful moment, I should say, for me to have to come to you and tell you that, you know, as of today, which is Sunday, we're going to have to um, ask you to step down as the minister of music. Hold on one second. Maybe I'm not hearing you correctly. You have a problem with the Holy Spirit getting a hold of me? So I direct the choir. Well, it's, it's not necessarily it's not the Holy Spirit at all. It, you can shout all day; that has nothing to do with it. I guess it's just different antics that you have. You know that the congregation is just not. I need you to be a little more clear on what you're saying. Antics. Please tell me what you're saying. So, I... is it that my hair's too long? Is it that I look too cute when I'm in the choir? What what is it? Sir, so I'm not. I don't want to hear. Be be. I want to go tick for tack with you. Like I said, I'm not a member. No, I want you to say it. Please say it. Gordon, they, they fired me. They fired me today. I want you to say it, and I want to know if the pastor hired me. Why didn't he fire me? Well, you know, it's it, it's kind of like a business. You know, it's it's um the higher ups uh, really really keep their hands clean on these type of things. And there's always someone that has to deliver the message, you know, and I, I'm... I... And, I, and you know what, and I, I understand that, but I want you to explain to me what answers. Please tell me. Please I, tell me. Sir, so I'm not... I, listen, I'm not going to sit here no, 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 and... no, 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 no. You call to deliver the news. I need to know what answers. Okay. Are you wearing different ha- hairstyles every other Sunday? Is, is, is your hair just completely different and... And, I go to the damn beauty shop every Saturday morning. I want to look cute just like everybody else want to look cute on Sunday morning. Uh, yes, I do. Right, right. So you got a problem with that? I, I, sir, like I said, I'm just a messenger. I don't have a problem with what, you know, you're doing. Well, who has a problem with that? Evidently, people but, are Probably like, some of them good now that I'm looking better than. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Let, let me go ahead and, and ask you something else. Mm-hmm. Are you wearing blue um, contact lenses? I had on gray today. My damn soup was gray, so I had on gray. Tonight when I was going back for the musical, I was going to have on green. You, you was going to so wear the green? Com- what the f- wait, wait. going on? Sir, you, Lorenzo, you were going to wear green contact lenses? You're damn skippy Okay, well, are they prescribed? They prescribed <laughs> if i bought them. See, sir, Lorenzo, these are the type of antics that they're talking about. So, y'all, I want you to see it. I want you to see it. Y'all see it. Please say it. I, I didn't... I, I say it. That's, 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 that, that never was stated, uh, Lorenzo. But you asked me about my contact. You asked me about my hair. Right, but I didn't ask you about anything else, though, Lorenzo. I, uh, well, I, I just want you to get to the uh, point. Please, sir. Please. So, uh, are you representing the church or what? Are it's you it's in the HR department? I don't understand. I actually speak on behalf of, of Pastor... Okay. Me. Well, I tell you were... You tell called me himself because I'm going to show up at the musical tonight and I'm going to have my green contacts on with my green suit. Lorenzo, I'm asking you now not to show up for the actual musical tonight. Man, we, if I show up, what's going to happen? You definitely won't be. You, w- you know what's what? going to happen if I show up? Y'all going to put me out? We can't put you out of the Lord's house, but what we you won't be playing or participating in the musical. Y'all trying to crucify me. Ain't, ain't nobody, nobody's trying to crucify yeah, you. Yeah, y'all trying to crucify me. Okay, uh, you I'm know what? I'm not going to go back I, I'm and pull you. I'm too cute for all of y'all. That's what the problem is. Hey, look, I don't have all day. I'm passing on the, the message, and that's clear. I'm just letting you understand that your your job is completely terminated at this point. Is that understood? Hell no. I'm coming to the program tonight, and I'm going to turn that I I've been a member of that for five and a half years, and we're going to do it right. I'll let you know who I am. Wait, wait. This is what all this it's all about... It's about your antics. That's my what my Your antics. antics. My antics. This is what the congregation is talking about. You... Did you just hear what you said? You never talk-, talk to me. Face to face. Y'all pointing fingers at me? Sir, so I'm not pointing the finger at you, sir. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, You pointing them at me. I'll I tell you what. Hold on one second. I'm going to call... Wait just a minute. minute. I got one more thing to say before you do that. Are you listening to me? Yeah, I'm listening to your Sir, you're not going to talk to me in that tone. Are you to You're you that called and disrespecting me with my answer. I got one more thing I want to say to you. Are you listening? Hey, I'm listening. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your entire man's choir. What? Nephew who? <laughs> this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Lord have mercy. <laughs> let, let, let me hang up my house, folks. I can, I, I'm calling the pastor right now. <laughs> you <lost a> laughing? I want to know who put you up to... It. <laughs> you all right, man? Hell no, nah, I ain't all right. <laughs> I got to get ready for this damn program tonight. Well, Lorenzo, look here. Turn it out, because they tell me you know how to turn a church out on Sunday Woo! morning. <laughs> oh lord have mercy you all right i need you to call me before you have <laughs> it that's what you need to do okay man i got one more question for you what is man what is the baddest i'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land the steve harvey morning show That that's every morning
7: you're listening to the steve harvey morning show
1: Coming up in 20 minutes, our social media sites, uh, Steve Harvey FM, went crazy about yesterday's strawberry letter. (laughs) Wasn't that a crazy strawberry letter? (laughs) Uh, It was called My Sexy Neighbor. We'll talk about that. But first, in entertainment news, Kevin Hart is in talks to star in a remake of Uptown Saturday Night Guys. The film is being produced by Will Smith. Uh, The original is a 1974 American action comedy crime film directed by and starring Sidney Poitier, Richard Pryor, Calvin Lockhart, Harry Belafonte, and Bill Cosby. The film followed two friends as they barely navigate uh, the criminal underworld in order to retrieve a winning lottery ticket stolen during a robbery. Uh, We also hear that uh, blackish creator Kenya Barris is writing the most recent draft of the script. So there you go, guys. Okay. Yeah. I'm
8: Harry Belafonte part. That's who I am. That's who you My
1: playing, Tommy. My uncle. I'm Harry Belafonte's
8: part. That's you Dan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, how you get mm-hmm. to be that part though, Tommy? Because you think you.
4: Can't.
8: That because I chose it. Boy, pick your part. What is wrong with you? Pick <laughs> your part. Uncle Steve, Flip Wilson. He the preacher at the church. That's classic. Trust me. Oh
4: man. Okay. 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 Who else you got?
8: Okay. Okay. So we got we got Will and 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 Kevin playing the lead. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Somebody got to be Calvin Lockhart. That's a cold part.
1: And right he now. was handsome
8: man. Ooh, that's a cold part. Yeah. Let me he think. was fine. Wasn't he Shirley? Uh-huh. Idris, it, Idris Elba button. is Calvin Lockhart. Now, they going to yes. redo Uptown? Uh-huh. Yeah. This is a good one, man. This is good.
4: Silky Slim Pressable. was Calvin Hunt Lockhart.
8: His
1: character.
4: We
8: got to put Amari
4: okay.
1: Hardwick in there somewhere. He's a great uh-huh. actor, too. Yeah.
3: This ain't uh-huh. about great actors, though, Shirley.
1: No, well, What's the fine about? part, Calvin Lockhart was fine.
4: <laughs> yeah, we look
6: We okay.
1: trying
4: to Okay,
8: well, you all well, do want women to go. Why
3: is
1: Tommy
8: talking about
4: it? being him? Then? Oh, I see.
1: No, he wants to be. I didn't Gitche say I was Dan. gonna be him. I said oh, I was no, gonna.
8: No. Uh, uh. I said I was gonna be, uh, uh Gitche Gitche, Dan. Yeah. That's that's yeah, Terri uh, And He had a short temper. Uh
4: Dan. The, the gangster. He
8: had a Did short see, temper.
4: See right there. Oh, that's it. why. He oh, I see
3: that. She her, said it. I sure it. appreciate you, baby I knew it. He had I knew it had <laughs> something <laughs> to do with being shot.
6: <laughs> Tommy, that's
3: you.
4: He All just shout ass
1: dad. Mm. He
4: was stubborn. He was don't you remember I'm sorry, Tommy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you said it, I was like, Oh, here we go. Okay, okay, <laughs>
8: okay. So who I hate to ask this question. Maybe Marty Hardaway could be, uh...
6: Who?
8: Uh, Lil' Seymour. Remember Lil' Seymour?
4: Lil' Seymour, uh... I remember. I you know, know, yeah, I remember Little Simo. Would...
3: Who you trying to? Why don't you be Little Simo?
4: <laughs> I <don't> want to
3: be. Everybody asks you what at, you want to be. It's right there. But Lil' Simo, you right there with that big ass black dude that was with it. I tell you what, yeah, yeah. I stand next to you and be the big black dude.
6: That's <laughs> i
1: <laughs> That would be so great, though, to see this movie on film man. again. Yeah, oh, it's man. such a classic. So and many. And if they superstars. do all of them,
8: it's gonna really run. So, if oh. they do Uptown Saturday night, if they do a piece of the action, and let's do right. it again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: That's going to be big. Classic. I love it. I want to see Steve in there with the OG and, and said too. Oh, that'd be oh great.
8: yeah. <laughs> that'd be great. But Mike Epps has to be sharp eye washing. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Get your prize
4: character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, sir. I see that. Yes, sir. I see that.
1: Okay, well you've pretty much casted the movie. I think I've casted it. Yeah. Somebody
8: call me, please. I think
1: I put <laughs> this together. Casting director. <laughs> pretty much you've done that. All right, Miss Ann is here, Steve. As we switch gears, please introduce. Ladies her.
10: and
3: gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp.
10: Thank you very much, everybody. This is Antrip with the News. Let's go. Funerals were held in the Gaza Strip yesterday for some of the 60 Palestinians killed near the border fence with Israel during protests against the opening of the new embassy in Jerusalem. Israelis say they have the right to self defense, and the U.S. ambassador to the U.N., Nikki Haley, wholeheartedly agrees. In recent days, Hamas terrorists, backed by Iran, have incited attacks against Israeli security forces and infrastructure. Who among us? would accept this type of activity on your border. No one would. No country in this chamber would act with more restraint than Israel has. In fact, the records of several countries here today suggest they would be much less restrained. A lot of people thought she might have been referring to Russia or China, but she didn't mention it. Haley blames Hamas for the violence. Most members of the U.N. Security Council are critical of the Jewish state for using what they say has been disproportionate violence. The Israeli ambassadors of Belgium and Ireland are being summoned by those governments. Turkey's asking the Israeli envoy to leave, so Israel's is expelling Turkey's ambassador. And the U.N. ambassador for human rights in the Palestinian territories fears the violence may increase if Israel continues a policy which she describes as an eye for an eyelash. A group of African-American sorority sisters from forming a volunteer community service along a stretch of the Pennsylvania Highway, they adopted, yes, they were stopped and questioned like they were criminals by a white state's trooper who even asked them if they were fighting. The ladies remembers members of Sigma Gamma row. They even showed the cop their adopt a highway sign. They were all dressed alike, had trash bags and stuff, but that wasn't enough. He asked to see each woman's ID, gave conflicting reasons for bothering them in the first place. First, he said, oh, I'm answering a call, but later admitted that he just pulled over and decided to question them with lights flashing just because. Sigma Gamma row is asking for a public apology from the Pennsylvania State Highway Patrol. Folks in the Atlanta region lending their hopes and their support to the family of Glendon and Chanel Marson, uh, whose twin sons Bryce and Brian were born with a host of birth defects, including spina bifida and congenital heart disease. Now, both the Marsons worked. However, three months ago, Glendon, the father, suddenly had a heart attack and died. So Chanel's all by herself. She's finding it impossible to keep up with the doctor bills and stuff and get the wheelchairs and stuff. So if you want to find out more and maybe help out the Marsons family, there's a GoFundMe page that has been set up. Just go to glenslifepoint.com. dot com that's glenslifepoint.com, dot com, okay? And uh, some hockey fans, so racist that Giovanni Smith, a black player in the top junior league, needed a police escort for a recent playoff game because of online threats and racist taunts. For decades, black hockey players at all levels have experienced forms of racial abuse. Uh, by the way, sticking with sports for a minute, the NBA playoff action, it was the Celtics over the Cavs, 107-94, putting Boston up two games to nothing in the Eastern Conference. And today is where a Purple Peace Day. It was a one-eyed woman find purple people leader with more entertainment today's running topics 20 minutes after the hour on the steve harvey morning show
7: you're listening to the steve harvey morning show Well,
10: yesterday was the longest
1: strawberry letter ever in the history of strawberry letters (laughs) in the 18 years that we've been doing strawberry letters. uh, Subject, my sexy neighbor is stressing me out. We had a lot of comments on uh, social media. I'll, I'll recap yesterday's letter. Basically, a husband called in. He and his wife had just purchased a new home. And uh, his boys took him out to celebrate. They took him out to a strip club. He got, like, really, really drunk. They ended up getting a private room and having strippers come in there. One of the strippers did all kinds of freaky things to him. uh, You know, and uh, when he sobered up, Mm -hmm. he said... All
3: except go all the way. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, all except go all the way, he said. Uh, But when he sobered up, he said that, uh, you know, he regretted it. He was mad at himself, and he told his boys he would never do it again. So... uh, Two weeks prior, two weeks later, uh, a new neighbor is moving into the community, and uh, she moved in right next to him. Turns out it was the stripper. <sighs> yeah. So he and his okay. wife go over there to uh, meet the new neighbor. Meet no, the... no, no. His wife. Huh?
3: He did want to go over
1: there. Well, no, he okay. went, though. But he, he did go. But the want wasn't. He there. didn't know. He didn't know, so he didn't mind going over. He didn't know at that time, Steve. He didn't know till he got there that the neighbor
8: was his stripper. <laughs> hey, hey, sure. Well, this ain't nothing you might know. But, huh? but do strippers have a clause like you're not supposed to be able to talk about who you dance for at work? Well, they most of like them a, don't. Yeah, they don't.
2: Know
1: yeah, that. they just want the money, I think, at this point.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah what? <laughs> Now they might what have
6: you, but but they got, clause, what, Yeah. If you what a, you don't do is mess problem. up you your yes, money you by busting that.
1: out your clients.
3: no you don't do that.
6: No. no. Right.
3: You See, don't hookers don't it's... tell who their customers is
6: either, because no. it kills <laughs> a customer base. Are. Yeah.
8: There you go. Huh? Who their customers are? Surely, English ain't got nothing to do with sex. <laughs> Not a damn thing. Because <laughs> how many times, Tommy, oh, have you said, "Girl, what is you doing"? <laughs> i so haven't said hey what are you doing I <laughs>
1: Nothing like that. well i have anyway uh, anyway so they they go they go next door to meet the um to meet the new neighbor and it turns out it's the stripper the husband is sweating bullets he's nervous he doesn't know what to do the wife likes the stripper she invites her over she wants to invite her over to their housewarming they exchange numbers the guy wants to come clean to his wife. He wants to know what should he do. So that's the basis of the um, re- a recap of the letter from yesterday. My sexy neighbor is stressing me out. So coming up in about ten minutes at 34 after the hour, we're going to read uh, some of your comments, Carla, is on social media from yesterday's letter. Okay? Okay. I want right. to hear what they said. I want to hear what they said. Yeah. I yeah. what no, the fellas said. Yeah. <laughs> right after this.
0: What's up? It's DJ Khaled. Hey, what up? This your boy, Chris Brown. Hey, what's
1: going on? This is your boy, Kevin Hart. I want you to make sure you check
7: out FM.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: All right, we were talking about yesterday's strawberry letter. My sexy neighbor is stressing me out. Uh, the recap and everything—boy, it was crazy. <laughs> boy, that was a crazy, the craziest thing Yeah, because it went on for so long. Jay yeah, was in because it. because
3: you ill-advised the man.
1: No, no, I disagree wholeheartedly with well, that. Well, that's why I just—that's that's what made <laughs> we, it the problem. We just disagreed. Steve. No, we you ill-advised it. the man. We ended up agreeing to disagree because. No,
3: we didn't agree to do nothing. That's why well, it took us nine parts to settle Because you weren't listening. Seven. <laughs> don't no man go in there and admit before it's a problem oh, well, that there is know. a problem. Right. Because okay. what he's saying is what he basically saying when he go over there. Man, uh-huh. baby, we got a problem, man. The stripper I was with, she next door now. Yeah. Now,
6: you created the problem. basically. Now you've
3: created a problem. Oh, I think he created
1: <laughs> the problem when he got drunk and went to the private room with the stripper. Well, guess what? No. She don't know that. Yeah. The, surely, gonna doesn't you know know that. the yeah. wife doesn't
4: know that. The wife doesn't know that. So yesterday, we really all braces. debated about it. No, but yesterday, we debated yeah, about it, with, and everybody got on social media. So the guys, y'all say, don't tell the wife. We were saying Nothing. he has. The, the women were saying you have to tell her something because you can't play it off. Because you that's can't what,
1: hold the secret anyway. You're sweating right. bullets. He all just wrote that in the letter.
3: He to hold it. No, he's he not. gotta get it. He <laughs> no, he's get not. It, that's yeah.
1: why men are such horrible cheaters. <laughs> yeah. He's not gonna hold whoa, whoa, it. Whoa, 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 whoa,
8: whoa! Hold on. Where did that come from? What do you mean? Yeah, where let's did that let's come? Get that's yeah. yeah let's that's history. <laughs> we gotta have somebody to cheat with. But Hold We on. don't
4: give up yeah, the information but
1: yeah, like y'all wait a minute. Are doing? You all give yeah. it busted up, and telling it
3: is two different things. Hello? Well, his
1: actions are going to
8: make are going to get him busted. Well, well you know, then,
1: what, what, bust what, what, me. <laughs> when last
8: time y'all cheated, Carl and Shirley? Since y'all are so good. At it. How stupid are you, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he about <laughs> yeah. dumb as they come.
4: Okay. but it's <laughs> a valid question right now. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> When was the last time? All
2: right,
4: let me go to social media. We're not making
8: this a personal thing. All right, Carla, I want to hear what they said. Come on.
4: Okay, social media. Frank the Barber from Philly, he tweeted, he said, if the husband's going to say anything, he got to go in there with an OJ, hypothetically, if I (laughs) did (laughs) it. This is
6: how it would have gone down.
4: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what Frank said. Uh, This lady, her name is Marie Hamilton, She basically was saying she had a long response, but she basically said that he needs to tell his wife because if she finds out later, then she's going to be very upset with her husband. Who
8: said that? I'll take that risk. We'll take that risk. risk. Marie
4: Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever, Marie. Whatever.
3: (laughs) You know what? (laughs) What if she (laughs) finds out later? What? Who's going to go tell this here?
6: Okay. Go
1: ahead.
4: Go ahead, Carla. They're good, mad. <laughs> yeah, she tweeted. She said, uh, never take your bad news in your house. Thankfully the fifth. And this is a woman
8: There you said yeah. mm-hmm. that. Thank, Thank you. I didn't know that was mm-hmm. her. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm going with.
1: Now, you her, said you would go over to the woman's house at midnight every night.
8: So she would never right tell. You damn I will. <laughs> to cut her grave. Because you know what? How dumb was I that? I would have a booty bration. It's a booty celebration. It's a booty bration. Shirley.
1: Have it. Houston.
8: Yes, I would. Okay.
1: That's, he's I on like your team,
8: team, though, Steve. I'm, Go ahead, you know, Carla. Dang, I'm the only one that had a booty bracelet. Yeah. yeah. I'm ashamed of
4: him. <laughs> You're ashamed?
6: Of,
8: 100%. of
4: his response. Come on, Carla. You have any All more? Right. <laughs> uh, this one said, uh, Bell and Husky, he just said that he loved, oh, J. Anthony Brown can play a wife for <laughs> yes, he Yes, he's had enough of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First it Uh, was Dwayne. Now you got the striver. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This is the best strawberry letter ever. This is from Miss Verna Rona. This is the best strawberry letter ever. He can't say anything to the wife. Listen, this one says you're headed to divorce court. This is from Bell and Husky. Demetria T says Oh, she enjoys listening to the morning show. She wanted part 10 of the (laughs) strawberry letter. (laughs) Keep it going. (laughs) <laughs> this It was a great letter. It really was.
1: All right. Uh, thank you to everyone who commented on uh, at Steve Harvey FM on our social media page. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Nephew Tommy has a prank phone call coming up right after this.
7: One more from Dee Dee. Do not tail. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: Coming up at the top of the hour right about four minutes after, it's today's strawberry letter. And uh, who knows? I don't think it's going to go nearly as long as yesterday. But surely.
3: Huh? Can I say one last thing about that letter from yes, yesterday? Yes, of course. If you're a man and you're dumb,
6: mm-hmm. no.
3: do you have to tell your wife
4: but, uh, that you're dumb?
1: No. If she's your
4: wife, she probably already knows. Well, I, I hope. Uh, you know, my husband listened to this letter yesterday, and he was basically saying what you guys were saying. He's a man's just not gonna come in and admit to it. He's gonna deal with the trouble when he gets in trouble. Exact- He's not, that's right.
3: Mm-hmm. That's no, that's how they are, are, man. They're not gonna bring the trouble now. If you find out, then we'll deal with it when you find out. Baby, says. I ain't think nothing but, of
1: it. But you're saying you're, you what you're saying is you hope she doesn't find out. You're, you're. She not praying. gonna She's- find out. What?
3: The stripper told her she a dance instructor. I ain't told her I done seen the stripper. So now what? Why we finna find out? But
1: because of the way he was acting, Steve. Him acting don't mean he know her.
6: Okay. It could be anything. The wife will
1: find that out, though. You know. Yeah. yeah, We're gonna
8: lie to the end. I'm gonna gonna lie and say I don't know her. You're gonna
1: lie, but you're just gonna be a liar. He's giving it away by his actions. Sorry. I
3: don't remember her. Yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah. was at the strip club and she was in that strip and I didn't know. I thought I thought she is triple.
1: He's gonna give it
8: away. I'm no, ready no, to take not, the lie Shirley. detector's test. I'm telling you, I don't know her at all. Yeah,
1: these are the same guys that say when you're cheating, and you you know you make a mistake and spend the night over the girl's house, you run your car into a tree. These are the same yeah. guys. Done it.
8: That's you supposed don't to do it? that.
1: On the passenger side
8: real hard.
6: <laughs> I
8: would have that Maserati hanging off a bridge. What is you talking
6: about?
8: <sighs> All right, here we go. Here's the prank. Six to ten. Six is that?
4: to ten. We're praying. All right. We're in
1: prayer Six to
8: mode ten. for you. Well, well, however you do it, get in your prank prayer mode,
9: whatever. Six to ten. Here it is. Hello? Hello, I'm just trying to speak to a Latrenda, please.
11: This is Latrenda. Who is hey,
9: this? Hey, uh, you work at sandwich shop
11: yes i do who is
9: this okay was you there did you work last wednesday like from six to i guess six to close yeah i work
11: every wednesday yeah who
9: who is this hey my name is ralph uh and i i, I basically um uh you know looked around to try and get your phone number i got a bit of a complaint
11: Wait, 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 wait. Wait, you calling me with a complaint on my cell phone? Who gave you my number?
9: Uh, I've done the research to get your number, ma'am. And what I'm calling you about is, while I was in there getting a sandwich and eating, I'm realizing that you came out of the bathroom without washing your hands. And when First
11: of all, you need to be calling the corporate headquarters if you got a complaint. Or you call that 800 number on the back of your receipt. Don't be calling my cell phone. Whoever gave you, gave you my cell phone, I'm a whoop, day.
9: Hey, listen, listen. The problem is is that you coming out not washing your hands. No,
11: no. The problem I don't never come out and not wash my hands, first of all. You, uh, I've been working d- this, I've been working there for three years. Okay. You don't be coming to me with no bull that I hadn't came out and not washed my hands. I guess
9: you ain't been washing your d hands for no d- three years. And you you you're coming out you know, unsanitizing this way you treating people,
11: don't first of all don't be calling my phone talking about I I ain't washed my hands. Like I said, I've been there three years. I've been employee of the month six times. Don't be coming to me with none of this bull. I don't know like how you employer of
9: the month. You must be the nasty employer of the month because you're coming out, you're not washing your hands. I saw you scratch who the your f- head and your is face, this? and you who ain't putting this? no <laughs> gloves on. Who is? I always put gloves on my hands. You ain't have no gloves on
11: there last I don't know, who, I don't the know the- who the hell you think you are, but don't be calling my phone with this bull- you need to be calling headquarters if you got a complaint.
9: I tell you what, I'm gonna call headquarters. I'm coming there tomorrow to see if you're gonna be up in there with some gloves on or you're gonna come, come out there to, out of the bathroom again with the same thing. Come on no. up
11: there. I'm gonna be there from 6 to close. 6 to close. And I bet you if you come up there tomorrow, I'm gonna make a sandwich out your.
9: You're gonna do what?
11: I'm gonna make a sandwich out your. Who
9: you think you're talking to?
11: Yo, you said your name was Ralph, right? Don't be calling my phone with this.
9: Hey, let me tell you something. All I'm saying to you is this right here. If I come up in there tomorrow and find out you ain't got them gloves on, you're going to mess around and get up. whooped. right, uh, going to whoop
11: my you going to whoop my my six to ten, I'm going to be up there from six to ten, and I ain't going to call nobody. I ain't calling my brothers, my cousins, my uncles, or nothing. I'm going to whoop your by myself.
9: Excuse six me? you going to... You, 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 you're going to try to take on a man? I'm going
11: to whoop your by myself, that's what I said. You
9: need to get your little nasty behind in the bathroom and wash your hands, six and keep to 10 and put a, a or put one of them nets 10. on your hands so you don't be coming up there <laughs> and people food like that.
11: Bring your on up there. Six to ten, you know where I work. Six to ten, and I'm gonna whoop your.
9: Who you think ass. you're talking to?
11: I don't even know who the you are, but I'ma know you tomorrow. I'ma know you tomorrow. Bring your on up there six to ten and I'm gonna whoop
9: yo I'm coming up there tomorrow
11: come on come I'm coming on, up p- there
9: tomorrow matter of fact I'm gonna show you how to be sanitized I'm gonna be with some gloves on do you hear me you gonna
11: be my and you steady talking about whooping my, That's let who? bring your up there and we gonna see who's gonna get whooped what kind of man is you anyways to be talking about fighting a woman? you a what what you call me
9: a bee? I'm coming up there to see you tomorrow. Is you go is you gonna be ready when I get up there? What kind of
11: you anyway? You gonna call up here and tell me that you gonna fight female over some hand wash bring your up and I'm gonna show you what it is. Six to ten. I'm gonna be here at six matter of fact, I'm gonna be here at five forty-five. Bring your sh up here before I clock in and I'm gonna whoop your Who do you think you talking to? I don't give a i gonna talk to you. Bring you up for tomorrow, 6 to 10. You're gonna, you gonna see what's up. I got one more thing
9: to say to you before I come up there tomorrow.
11: I don't give a you got to say. I don't care. I'm gonna whoop your say that. I got I got one more thing I need to what? say.
9: Listen to me. To
11: what? Are you listening? What? What?
9: This is You Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm
11: who you? You say who? <laughs> <laughs> this <is> who? <laughs>
9: Hey, this Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Man. You just got pranked by your co worker.
11: Man, you, man. See, man, y'all got me, man. <laughs> That's all right. 6 to 10 tomorrow, I got something for her. She's going to have to watch her back every hour. Every hour on the hour. I got something for her. I ain't going to hurt her, but I- I'm definitely going to do it in tomorrow. Believe that.
9: Was you ready, though?
11: I was, hell yeah. I was going to whoop Man. <laughs> You don't even know what you had in store for you. You're glad to have your uncle's going to pull me off and that probably wouldn't
9: have been enough either. <laughs> hey, I got one more thing to ask you, baby girl. What What's is What is the baddest radio station in the land?
11: You already know,
8: the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> what y'all think? Six to ten. Come on down there yeah, to subway and yeah. get your ass wet. What you think?
6: <laughs> Play too much. Six to ten. Excuse me.
3: Excuse me. Yes. Yes. You Tommy.
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
8: That's all it's going to be,
1: There's going to be no, 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 knocking no knocking and all, knocking, all like that. No knocking today, yeah. huh? There's going be all
8: that. Hey, let me put this out there. I got to do this. Uh, Amazing Grace Conservatory presents Hercules. That's my girl, Wendy Raquel oh, yes. Robinson. Yes. They got shows Saturday, May 19th at 7.30, and Sunday, May 20th, 3 o'clock is sold out, 7.30 p.m., Guess who is hosting the show? The one and only nephew Tommy. Come out and see Hercules. I'm hosting 7:30 at night on Sunday. That's the show Sunday in this on baby the 20th. Play. Now,
3: Wendy work with kids. So who is you in the <laughs> baby play? Who is you?
8: Go, Mini
1: Hercules. <laughs> the strawberry letter is coming up. The subject, my husband <laughs> has
7: lost his mind. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: Right now, it is time for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need any advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Uh, Well, today's letter is nothing like yesterday's letter, I don't think, but it's still a good one, and it won't go on for days and days and days like yesterday's. It was fun, though. Come on, Tommy.
8: Buggle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is the strawberry letter.
1: Subject My Husband Has Lost His Mind. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 47 year old female in my third year of marriage. In my third marriage, uh, my husband and I have been married for five years, and he treats me like a queen. But I feel like he hates my 17 year old daughter. This is his first marriage. And he has no children, so it's shocking that he acts like a drill sergeant with my daughter. He calls her lazy and fusses at her constantly about her chores. He expects her to take out the trash daily and do a few other things that I think he should be doing as the man of the house. My daughter is an honor student and in extracurricular activities, so she has a busy schedule during the week. I will admit that she can be lazy and her room is always quite messy, but she is a typical teenager. Despite the way he speaks to her, she is always kind and mannerable to him. Her biological father died earlier this year and it affected her but she's dealt with it quite well. My husband has not stepped up in to the role as her dad. He refuses to attend any of her school activities with me. She graduates in June and she's been accepted to a local college that's in our city. She plans to stay at home instead of live on campus because it's a lot less expensive. When my husband found this out, he told me that she could not stay with us anymore. He told me that we are giving her some money for graduation so she can move into her own apartment close to the college. This really made me mad. This is my child and I will not allow her to be mistreated like this. I told him that he needs professional help. This is causing problems in our relationship, but my child comes first. He said, I am being too sensitive and that she needs to be on her own to learn more responsibility. What do you think? Please help. Well, I mean, I agree with most of what you had to say in your letter. Uh, your husband, I think, is out of line and he's way too harsh. I mean, there's disciplining and then there's just cruelty, just plain cruelty. Uh he doesn't understand uh, obviously that when he married you he also should have taken in your child as well I mean she's almost grown but she's still at home she's still in school so she's a child still at this point Uh, you yourself said that your daughter is respectful she's an honor student Uh, she's mannerable with him Uh, she has a busy school schedule And, and not to mention that her father just recently passed okay so you have to take all that into consideration now she definitely should keep her room clean and all of that she shouldn't be lazy but I haven't heard anything here that says she's any different than uh, any other teenager I mean this is kind of this is what I did as a teen my room was a mess you know I could my mom was always calling me to do stuff okay that's what we do as teenagers um, as we try to figure it out uh, yes I, I think your your husband and, and your daughter your whole family uh, should get some type of therapy I agree with that you You know, I doubt if he'll go, though. Um, You have to speak up. You have to speak up more on your behalf, on your daughter's behalf. Uh, It sounds like a situation that's only going to get worse. I mean, I understand that he wants her to have more responsibility and all that. And talk to her. Maybe she will move out on her own. But this is just not the way to handle it. He's being mean. And I think he should take out the trash. I do. Excuse me. Uh, He should take it out. Steve?
3: I mean, dude, come on. I mean, really, bro? Yeah. Come on, man. Of, of all the things we need to tend to in this world, of all these things we need to get right, you've chosen her as the what's wrong in this world? Mm-hmm. I mean, it just just, now I know this is a one-sided letter being written by this lady, but if any of this is true, just as a man, you have to take responsibility to the side of it that we as men have to bear up under. Number one, You chose this woman to be your wife. Your wife has a child. It's a package. It's a package. You gotta understand that going in. Now if you love this woman, then you have to love the things that she loves. Her child happens to be something she loves. So now you gotta get with it. You've got, you're not her father, but you can be her daddy. But damn dog. Y'all don't have a boy. You have a a young lady. This is his first marriage and he has no children. So it's shocking that he acts like a drill sergeant with my daughter. No, it's not because he don't know how to raise kids. He has no child rearing experience. So you're talking to this girl like like a drill sergeant. Are you kidding me? Come on, man. What's wrong with you? He calls her lazy and fusses out her constantly about her chores. He expects her to take out the trash daily and do a few things that I think he should be doing as man at house. No, 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 man. I got four daughters. I've never asked them to take trash out. I've never once, in any of my four daughters, required them to take out the trash. Lori ain't took no trash out. Morgan ain't took no trash out. Brandon Carl ain't took no trash out. Now they damn brothers they brothers better get their ass up and get this trash out let me come downstairs and the trash can fool and y'all stay up past me that ain't, that's how this work dog well what you trying to teach a good what, what are you asking your young lady to grow up to be to fend for herself she'll know how to fend for herself let's look at the upside before we talk about what's wrong with the girl let's talk about what's right with her she on honor roll she's law abiding and she's respectful of you at all times that's a good kid She on the honor roll, she respectful, and she's law-abiding. This is a good kid. Her room dirty. Man, what? Bruh, you out of line, man. You got to do a little growing up here. Now, the mom says, I will admit she could be lazy, and her room is always quite messy. She's a typical teenager, and that's true. And despite the way he speaks to her, she's always kind and mannerable to him. We'll get into the rest of the letter when I get back. I'm going to tell you what else is wrong with you, dog. And you ain't <laughs> got to feel this from me. Therapy ain't finna to help your ass. You need to change the way you treat this girl. And you ain't got to go sit down with nobody to do that. You got to stop treating her like a little boy and treat her like a princess. Because what you're teaching her now is that a man should be yelling at her. A man should be bossing her, Mm -hmm. and a man should be making her do things. That's what you're training this girl right here. That's why you're out of line.
1: All right, Steve, uh, we'll be back. Now I'm mad now. Yeah, yeah, he's he's pretty cruel. (laughs) All right, we'll be back with part two of your response to today's Strawberry letters Subject, my husband has lost his mind. We'll be back (laughs) at 23 after the hour.
7: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: All right, Steve, come on, part two of your response to today's Strawberry Letter. Uh, my husband has lost his mind. You said you were mad when we left for break. Well, you know, I'm kind of yeah. angry.
3: This 47-year-old lady, she's on the third marriage. Her husband and her have been married for five years. The daughter's 17, so he's been in the girl's life since she 12 and probably a little bit before that because you just got married five years ago. You probably dated for a period before that, so he's known this girl for over five years. She had a dad in her life, which is probably one of the things he pissed off about. And it had some type of relationship. But her biological father has passed, and it affected her. She was always respectful to this guy. But this guy just talks to her like a drill sergeant. Call her lazy, fuss at her constantly about her chores. Expects her to take out the trash daily. You got a little girl, and you want her to take the trash out daily? Now, y'all could disagree with me if you want to. I'm cool with it. I don't really mind. I've treated my little girls different than I treated my boys. I've never made them girls take out their trash. Right. Hmm.
1: right. I don't think she should said,
3: take the trash No, I don't, I don't why? Why? I said that. You know, if you got a man in the house, why is this girl taking this trash right. out? Mm-hmm. I She's mean, the period. One that's lazy. Now look, man, you can call it what you want to call it, but you can call it double standards or you can't be treating it all y'all out there talking about women need to learn how to take care of themselves. The girl is in school as an honor roll student. She's seventeen. She's seventeen. She's respectful and she law-abiding. She's a great kid. She's just trying to figure it out. She's 17, her room junkie. So what? Quit going in there. Typical
1: teenager.
3: Hell, I just quit going in my kids' room. Hell, (laughs) live (laughs) how you want to live. But don't bring that junk out here in the house, though. Because our house stayed looking nice. Because Marjorie ain't having it. So now, you're sitting up in here. My daughter is an honor roll student in extracurriculum activities. She's got a busy schedule during the week. She's a little lazy. Despite the way he speaks to her, she's always kind and and, man, and uh, uh, mannerable to him. Her biological father died this year, and it affected her, but she's dealt with it quite well. My husband has not stepped up into the role as her dad. He refuses to attend any of her school activities with me. Yo, bro, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Your wife has one child. You won't attend none of the school events with her. Why? Now, look, man, if you don't want to be her daddy, you shouldn't have signed up to be the hooks. The
1: right.
3: Because it's a package. And now more than ever, the girl could use a dad. But now her image of a man right now is somebody barking at her. Somebody making her take out the trash. Somebody constantly be degrading her. Somebody talking to her like a drill sergeant. So now her idea of a man's love is you? Are you kidding me, man? Right. Are you for real? You're wrong on so many levels. She graduates in June. She's been accepted at a local college that's in our city. She plans to stay at home instead of live on campus because it's a lot less expensive. Excuse me. And now she's got the nerve to even, in spite of the way you treat her, look out and be responsible enough to say, hey, it would cost you all less money if I just stayed here. Your husband found this out, and he told me that she could not stay with us anymore. Mm. Bruh. Are you kidding me? So now she's 17 now, she'll probably be 18. You gonna throw the 18 year old girl out? Because she ain't staying here with us no more? Dog, what's wrong with you? Have you lost your ever loving mind? He told me that we are giving her some money for graduation so she can move in her own apartment close to the college. This really made me mad. This is my child and I will not allow her to be mistreated like this. I told him that he needs professional help. This is causing problems in our relationship. But my child comes first. He says, I'm being too sensitive. She needs to be on her own to learn more of responsibility. What do you think? 17 ain't the time for a girl to go learn responsibility. I'm sorry. No, they. Ain't. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. And now one of my kids had to move out at 17. Not them girls. Mm-hmm. Now, as soon as them boys get into their second year of college and they get apartments, their ass is gone.
4: Don't can't come back. Don't no, don't even look
3: over here. <laughs> you can ask Winton right now. Dad, what they doing in my room? Excuse me, excuse me. That's not your room. That's your daddy's new closet.
6: <laughs> yeah, not the closet. No,
3: I turned no, no no the whole room. room. Yeah, no no Winton's room is daddy's new closet. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. See, see you. You don't say no more, Lori just moved out 21. Lori still got a room at the house. Dad, don't take my bed. down. All right, President. All right, I just said all right. That's it. She still got a room. Baby girl. Winter's other room in LA had already been converted. He come (laughs) stay here. But it ain't your damn room. Ain't none of your stuff in here. See, sir, at 18 is not time for her to go out on her own and learn responsibilities. You can't throw a young girl out to the wolves like that. Uh, first And secondly, this is the wife's, your wife's daughter. It's a package deal. You can't put the package out because you want to be alone. Uh, first of all, women shouldn't have to take out trash unless they have to. So your ass takes the trash out. Sorry. Right. <laughs> secondly, sir, you don't have any parenting skills, and you need to develop some. This is not a boy you're talking to. It's a young lady. And she needs a daddy in her life right now. Yeah. Her father passed. She needs to see a man show some love and respect and kindness to her so she'll get an idea of what love looks like. For Now, you, you throw her you out the house. Now her idea of a man is somebody who barks at her, talks in like a drill sergeant, requires that she takes out the trash and puts her out. So now you done put the little sheep out there with the wolves. What you think gonna happen to this little girl on her own who has no real life skills because you won't show her what real love looks
1: like. He probably doesn't know.
3: You cannot separate a woman and her child. That's not the way it works. You are wrong in every aspect of this thing. Yeah, you can go get therapy like Shirley said. You probably need it. Mm-hmm. but your ass really just needs to figure out how to treat a
1: child yeah. and
6: right. a female oh, yeah.
3: child on top of that. We got to go,
6: Steve.
1: <laughs> Email us man, man. or Instagram us your thoughts mm-hmm. on today's Strawberry Letter at My Girl Shirley. I can't stand
3: me and do girls like that. Yeah. This little yeah.
1: girl, man. But, you know, yeah. you don't. You never know how he grew up. He probably doesn't understand. He doesn't I don't care chance, how he so grew up. So that's why up. he needs therapy. He can't
3: treat this girl like this.
1: Right, he can't.
3: She can't stay with us
8: no more. You kind of, of need an ass whooping. Y'all don't see that?
3: I do, Tommy. Right
8: right,
1: All right, more on the Strawberry Letter when we come back at uh, 41 after the hour.
8: You're listening to the
7: Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: Here we are with this strawberry letter. Uh, We decided to hold this one over as well. Uh, The subject, my husband, has lost his mind. A 47-year-old woman wrote in. She's a wife in her third marriage. Uh, She's been married for five years to a man who she says treats her like a queen, but treats her 17-year-old daughter like he hates her. Um, this is his first marriage. He has no children. Uh, he, he, Her daughter is 17. She's getting ready to graduate. She's an honor student. She has all kinds of activities during the week. This man is upset with her because she won't take out the garbage. He calls her lazy. He wants her out of the house when she graduates next month in June. And uh, the wife is just not having it. She doesn't like the way he treats her, her child and she wants something done about it. She's upset. Uh, The daughter does not want her own apartment or she doesn't want to leave or go stay on campus because it'll save them money. So um, it's causing problems in their relationship. And um, she says because her child comes first and uh, she just wants to know what should she do in this situation? What do we think? Uh, I, I just think your husband is beyond mean. He's just a cruel man to this yeah. young woman. He's just very cruel. I mean, there's harsh, and then there, you know, you can discipline a person. She's a regular teenager who keeps their room messy and who can be like lazy her. at times. He you doesn't like her. her. He doesn't like her being in the home with them. He's he's possessive of the wife. He's jealous, you know, probably of their relationship, stuff like that. She has suggested, uh, the wife has, that he get some therapy and uh, she told him that he needs professional help, but... Um, Here's the deal. He hasn't responded. It's he didn't say he responded not to
3: his child.
1: Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have that bond.
3: He has no bond. But the mistake he made was asking this woman to marry him. Because a woman who has a child, that's a package you cannot expect to separate them two. No. A woman a, a woman is not going to forsake her child. Nope. They're not going to do it. Not, nope. not no real mother. Nope. Nope. No, 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 no. You can carry that somewhere else. Now, hold on, partner. Yeah. I love you, yeah. but you finna do what to this baby? Yeah. No, no, no. You talking about the one she carried? Hmm. Hmm.
6: For nine
3: months, yeah. The one she gave birth to? Yeah. No, no, you're not yeah. going to do no harm to her. Now, no. 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 and don't push her. Because you're going to find out that if she got to make the choice, she, like every other animal in the wild, is going to protect the baby. Yeah. That's her job.
1: And, I mean, mm. what a great kid, yeah. Steve. I mean, she just recently lost her own dad. Seems like he would want to step in and just try to be there for her.
3: No, nah, he wants her out because yeah. this dude is a simple-minded yeah. ass Self. that Selfish, ain't got a damn possessive. clue. Yeah on what giving really means and you have to learn what giving is and we as fathers have to set better examples for our daughters as to what real men look like so they can have a better example of what to pick when they get out there so many women are damaged today because of the relationship that their father did not have with them
6: yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so
3: many women are damaged because of that And so Mm -hmm. many women end up looking for love in all the wrong places because they don't know what love really look like.
1: Fathers are Mm -hmm. so important. Right. And now here you
3: are at a very impressionable age of this girl's life, giving her an example of a man and what it looks like. And it's not a good view of manhood Mm -hmm. that you can talk to her this way, treat her this way. Bark at her like a drill sergeant. Expect her to take out trash and want to put her out the house because she did graduated from high school. Who puts their daughter out the house because they graduated from high school? But hell, I didn't get put out my daddy's right. house when I graduated from high school. Right.
1: And then she feel kind and mannerable to him and respectful to him, even in spite of all of this. Yeah, he mean. Man. Yeah, he's he just he's mean. just a wrong, yeah. wrong mean, me. cruel guy. He just is. Something's wrong. That's why I say he should get some therapy. Why he really should. Yeah.
3: But see, I don't know what game he played to get her.
1: He treats her like a queen, she says. No.
3: Dog, you finna have this lady on her fourth marriage. Yeah. yeah. Because, dog, you... But the marriage can be saved, you know, because he treats the woman like a queen. But mm-hmm. then you gotta treat the princess like a princess. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But the- dog, it's real simple. However, you're treating the wife. You gotta treat the daughter like a version of the wife. Yeah,
1: and the wife's gotta speak up. She does now, because this is this is crazy. Well, she just said something. Yeah, she'd talked mean, to really. him
3: about it because it's hurtful mm-hmm. to her. Yeah. But this dumbass dude won't even go to none of the uh, activities at school.
6: Yeah, your I mean, stupid ass. It's self, yeah. You
3: Sitting like up there just being dumb. Like yeah.
6: yeah mm-hmm. is that he, ain't
3: therapy right there, sure. Yeah. Yeah. No support.
1: I mean, I just think therapy would help him. I, I just do. No, I got you, Shirley. But I'm really Family. with Tommy though. Yeah, you're mad. You want to whoop, whoop. That's, that's a
4: form of therapy. <laughs> <You need> a, <laughs> that's
3: therapeutic. Ass is <laughs> therapeutic.
1: Every right time in. I
3: got it mine works. whooped, I learned exactly Claire. what I needed to
4: learn. <laughs> you're
1: Claire different, Charles. Steve. You would never I'd do never this. I
3: never said nothing else to Johnny Waller again. <laughs> yes,
1: you would Johnny never Waller. do this.
3: Johnny Waller had me been over the rail in junior high, choking me over the orchestra pit. I thought I was gone <laughs> when they got Johnny Waller off me. I never spoke to Johnny Waller again.
6: <laughs> Last joke
3: I tell about your ugly.
6: <laughs> See there? <laughs> and your ugly ass.
1: Uh huh. Yeah. Oh goodness. Wow. <laughs> but I mean, you know, at this point, is he even going to go to her graduation? He n- he never. Goes to any activities with her, with her mom. I, I mean, this is so no. ridiculous. How selfish. Yeah. How possessive, how yeah, controlling of this guy, you know.
8: Mm-hmm. She's going to leave him. Trust me. She
6: yeah. needs to. Yeah. If he doesn't get any help, get no if help. he
1: doesn't get any help, she will. And she should. All right. Uh, we got to get out of here. You can uh, send your comments to SteveHarveyFM.com. Now, coming up at the top of the hour, Royal Rules' Meghan Markle will have to follow as a duchess-to-be, and we'll find out what did Steve and the crew have to give up when they got married. (laughs)
7: Ha-ha! Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: Meghan Markle, soon-to-be Princess Meghan Markle, um... wants to walk down the aisle alone. She wanted to, uh, you know, and at first when her dad was saying he wasn't going to do it, first he said he was, then he said he wasn't uh, this coming weekend. According to TMZ, Thomas Markle said uh, he wasn't going to attend the wedding because he felt shame that um, he made a deal with a paparazzi agency that uh, photographed him in stage shots. Uh, Markle also checked into a hospital claiming he suffered a setback after a heart attack last week. Now it's up to Prince Harry to play uh, Meghan's advocate and convince Queen Elizabeth that uh, they're about to break yet another royal tradition. Also, once Meghan officially becomes a duchess, uh, she'll be expected to follow all kinds of rules for the royal family, like the following. Now listen to these, Steve. Uh, No more shellfish, okay? All members right, of cool. the yeah members of the royal family are advised against eating lobster, oyster, shrimp, yeah, that's cool. and other shellfish because all of that the high money, chance. I don't give a damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, really? It. Because they could get oh, food go. poisoning.
3: Okay, hey, shellfish, all oh, let's go. Yeah, you right. would stop right. eating
1: eating lobster, Steve? You would? Hell yeah! You know how much money she's getting? Over uh, this? She the Duchess.
3: All right. I don't give a damn about no damn lobster.
1: This go ahead. One, what else? Okay, this one was was almost the craziest one to me. They can't Not play. Chicken. No. Say no, 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 no. they can't play Monopoly anymore. The game, cool. the board ain't no game, no problem.
3: Yep, cool. Get that okay. up in a minute. Do I don't like with... it no damn way. It take too damn long.
1: It takes a long time. That's right. But that's yeah. not why they can't play. I be
3: sliding extra houses on my property when they do got to. <laughs> go. Oh, hell yeah. You come over. We got to we my house. play there. I got a hotel on everything. <laughs> we,
4: got, we got to play. You look at <laughs> Ain't bought nothing.
3: That. Be the bank. Yeah. I
4: ain't never broke if you the bank.
1: All right. They don't like to play it. Not because it's too long, Steve, but because it gets too vicious.
6: What? what? It's
1: not like no this. problem. I don't
3: like Monopoly. I'm going to be the damn duchess. Go ahead. What else I got? <laughs> what else is on
1: the list? Only, they only have to wear demure clothing, dresses below the knee, no cleavage for the royals, okay? Ooh. And there's Ooh, a rule about a
3: yeah, yeah, but at the house,
6: though.
1: As <laughs> <Ooh, laughs>
3: soon as you come in from Dutching.
6: <laughs> Can you put this on? <laughs> and
10: From they torture. always
1: have to wear, I didn't know this, they always have to wear some sort of hosiery, uh, stockings, pantyhose, they always have to wear that. Yeah, Ooh. Yeah. She's going to have a hard one with that one. Yeah, and she's yeah. already broken it, I think, a couple of times. Yes. yeah she has. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, this is a hard
3: one. Yeah, because we ain't been in pantyhose in a while. Yeah, <laughs>
6: it's you, you been a yeah. long time. you oh, still
1: am. wear pantyhose? Yeah, some it, people do. Yes. Yeah. Okay, um, how about this one, Steve? No public displays of of affection.
3: I'm cool with that. How much? How much? How much you getting? <laughs> you got to ever got to kiss me. 40
1: That's uh-huh. why the crowd gets so happy and excited when you see them kiss. You know, like after a wedding, yeah. you know, and everything when they kiss publicly. Of you because you won't
3: see it no damn more. That's
1: right. Uh-huh. You don't see royals holding hands. You do not see them kissing. No public display. Mm-hmm. No. They can't, can't hold hands.
3: <laughs> Ain't no. Finna break all that. Nope. Well, hell, Melania done told that to Trump how many
6: times?
4: <laughs> they ain't even
1: royal.
6: Yeah. 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 She the first lady. She done <laughs> that hand. <laughs> <head. laughs> she? A hundred okay. times.
1: All right, the royals must always pack a spare black outfit when traveling. Just in case there's a death of a prominent figure or a world leader, the royal family has to be prepared to dress appropriately. Yeah, I
3: got black suit. I will care that all, times
1: yeah, okay. so they don't pack their own luggage anyway. They have uh, all those ladies waiting. You better be one in here. Exactly. Sydney died.
8: Where's the damn
1: <laughs> Exactly. And now, uh, uh, Megan... Do they have
8: bathers, Shirley? Like they had in the coming to America?
1: <laughs> Royal bathers? If Royal they wanted babies, it. They Shirley, have, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> Shirley,
8: just go ahead.
1: <laughs> don't get mad, Steve. Megan must okay. always walk behind her brother and sister-in-law, Prince William and Duchess Catherine, because, you know... Uh, for public occasions, the royal family walks in order of who's next in line to the throne. So really? that makes it easy. Yeah, that makes See, it easy. I want you to walk behind me. But, That's but, what I want. So Will and Kate walk behind. The uh, only one
3: I behind you is we line up by height.
4: <laughs> Shortest in the front.
3: So- <laughs> yeah. Damn. Then i go on back there because if I get in front of you, they ain't going to know your ass Ooh. back
4: there. It's a lot of people between you and Tommy. <laughs>
3: You show Steve and Tommy related? Who's
4: all the people?
3: <laughs> Steve way back there. Tommy right in the front.
4: By the time you get up there, they saw Tommy an hour ago. Why
3: is Tommy in front of all them
4: girls? <laughs> what? A- uh. By the time you pass up, uh, they just saw Tommy an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. Speaking
6: of that. Steve,
1: I know you're tired. We saw Tommy. <laughs> Speaking of that, Carl, I had to ask you something. Steve, you made me think of something when you said, why is Tommy in front of all the girls? I, what? Wait, you sent us a video of your beautiful daughter, Tasha, in one of her competitions last weekend. Uh-huh.
4: She's really Dance. getting
1: tall. She's yeah, really she's getting tall. she's
4: very tall. Tasha's very tall.
1: Okay, so <laughs> yeah. my daughter, Steve's kids, they're all taller than Tommy. I'm just. Tasha's the Every youngest. Every last one of them. She's the baby. She's 10. Yeah. Is yeah, Tasha 10. has Tasha? Is she taller than Tommy now? I believe
4: so. Go ahead and she's make looking. it official. I know that's right. Yeah. <laughs> all our kids. All the kids. All the kids, all the kids. All the kids. including his. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Including his. Yeah. Passing yeah. them. Wow, Natasha's
1: ten. Okay,
4: man, uh. she's ten. She's so tall. She's about the tallest girl in fourth grade.
1: Wow, that's how man. Sheridan was.
4: Yeah.
3: Hey, yeah. but you know, uh, Tommy's little uh, pretty girl, Sydney, she's in cheering too.
1: Oh
4: yeah. yeah, yes, she is.
1: And
3: cheering, they yeah. in cheering. So uh-huh. y'all ain't got nothing to worry about.
4: Yeah. What do you, what mean? you
3: mean? Well, you know, Tommy go to all the meets now.
4: Yeah, he yes. goes to all the yeah. competitions.
3: And so you know, all that like, your kids ain't gonna fall because Tommy could stand in as a spotter.
4: <laughs> oh. I thought that too. Up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Digi hey, Junior,
3: Digi <laughs> Junior. Hey, Tommy run up there getting some black and white I shoes did. and a little <laughs> a scoop and get a little skirt, put a little weave in his hair. Mm-hmm. And we can get Tommy can be a spotter. He can help. Who little girl with the big ass spotting the kid? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, Tommy, is go little muscular ass legs on this thing. little
8: girl. Tommy, I'm not th- doing this. When
4: when <laughs> Sydney practice her tosses, ha ha, she throw you. All right, let
8: me
6: get back
1: to this. (laughs) The last rule for the Royals is no social media, no selfies. Yeah, no selfies, no social media, and no more acting or side projects. Okay, none of that. What does she get to
4: do? (laughs) Nothing. Be
6: the Duchess
1: and Princess. (laughs) Yeah, she's a royal now. Yeah.
6: Mm Mm-hmm. Wow.
4: I can't wait for the wedding
6: Saturday. I know. It's Saturday. Yeah.
1: We'll be back with more of this crazy show right after this.
7: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: All right. uh, Steve, talk about a good neighbor. A little boy's concern for his sick elderly neighbor is going viral after the woman's granddaughter shared a photo of their relationship on Facebook. This picture is getting a lot of attention because it serves as a reminder that little actions can make a huge, huge difference. Miss Darian Middleton said her grandmother had been fighting lung and breast cancer. Middleton says she wants her grandmother to move in with her, but her grandmother refuses. She's not ready to lose her home and her independence. So Grandma's 7-year-old neighbor, uh Caleb comes to visit the grandmother up to five times a day to check on her. He wants to make sure she wakes up from all her naps. The granddaughter shared the picture of the best friends with her followers to shed some light in this dark world we live in. It has been... um, Shared an additional 143,000 times and received more than 47,000 reactions from uh, Facebook users. Share with us your random acts of kindness. I love that. So you, you can do the same thing if you've done something kind for a neighbor or a friend or just mm-hmm. anyone. You know, let us know on uh, SteveHarveyFM.com.
4: It's so, so cute. St- yeah, it's boy. really it's a, adorable. Voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. do kind things all the time, though, Steve. You do the mentoring program. I mean, we're just surrounded by giving people.
3: Yeah. Oh, uh I... What? Right. Here
6: we
8: go. <laughs> Did we throw you? What? Yeah, yeah. Come, on.
1: <laughs> Come on. No, 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 no. do it.
8: I caught
3: myself.
1: <laughs> what were you going to say?
3: No, I was not going to say anything. Thank you, <laughs> Just
1: For saying that That um, he was nice and uh, everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
6: <laughs> he's he going to leave right it right there yeah he don't want to say it sure
4: yeah I
3: can't I can't <laughs> fix this joke in my head to get it right
4: yeah.
1: well you know what I did we, we mentioned it earlier but we didn't um, do a follow up First Lady Melania Trump will likely remain in the hospital for the rest of the week uh, following a medical pr- procedure that she had a medical procedure uh, the First Lady underwent um, uh, an operation for what they're calling a benign kidney condition and that's really all the information we have on it uh mr trump donald trump tweeted a successful procedure she is in good spirits thank you to all of the well wishers so there you go well that's good yeah
4: all right get well soon
1: first lady Mm -hmm.
6: Yeah. Mm yeah
3: yeah yeah i hope she does get well she's all right man
4: you want her to get well soon?
1: yeah of course
4: yeah absolutely
1: it's interesting that um, she went through everything before we even knew she had a condition. You know, mm-hmm. they're pretty secretive, I guess, over there. Or pretty private, I'll put it like that. You know, usually uh, we're so used to knowing everything. Yeah. If they what get a mole, or hospital? you know, if they when have she to, yeah, if they, yeah. everything, or you know, in a couple of weeks they'll be going in for surgery or whatever. But we knew nothing until she came out. So. That's the difference, I think, with this White House than with previous administrations. All right, you guys know who uh, pro wrestler John Cena is. You know yeah. him. yeah. 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 He's John also an actor. You know, he just broke up with his girlfriend. They were set to get married. They just broke up. Um, well, he's making a play for Reconciliation. Her name is Nikki Bella. All right, she's one of the total, mm-hmm. Be- total Bellas. You know, they have that reality Divas show.
3: That. Yeah, yeah, I had yeah. them all on my toes. Yeah,
1: she, yeah you did, Steve. Uh-huh. You know. Well, anyway, uh, Nikki dumped John Cena only three weeks before they were supposed to get married, but he appeared on the Today Show, and uh, he was pretty hurt about it. He said he's been depressed ever since. He says he loves her, he wants to be with her, and he wants to be the dad of their children. That's kind of why they broke up, because she wanted children and he didn't, and his career is starting to really soar, so Mm. maybe they'll get back together. Let's hope so. All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this.
7: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: In entertainment news, Kevin Hart is in talks to star in a remake of Uptown Saturday Night, guys. The film is being produced by Will Smith. Uh, The original is a 1974 American action comedy crime film directed by and starring Sidney Poitier, Richard Pryor, Calvin Lockhart, Harry Belafonte, and Bill Cosby. The film followed two friends as they barely navigate uh, the criminal underworld in order to retrieve a winning lottery ticket stolen during a robbery. Uh, we also hear that uh, Blackish creator Kenya Barris is writing the most recent draft of the script. So there you go, guys. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm
8: Harry Belafonte part. That's who I am. That's who you are, my Tommy? uncle. I'm Harry Belafonte's part. That's you Dan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, how you get
4: mm-hmm. to be that part, though, Tammy? Cause you
8: think. Cause I chose it. Boy, pick your part. What is wrong with you? Pick <laughs> your part. Uncle Steve, Flip Wilson. He the preacher at the church. That's classic. Trust me. Oh man. Okay. Okay.
4: okay. okay. Who else you got?
8: Okay. Okay. So we got we got Will and 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 Kevin playing the leads. Okay. Uh,
4: mm-hmm.
8: Somebody got to be Calvin Lockhart. That's a cold part. And
1: right he now. was handsome man.
8: Ooh, that's a cold part. Yeah, Let me think. he was
1: fine. What did Shirley?
3: Interest,
8: uh-huh. interest, Elba is Calvin Lockhart. Now they gonna yes. redo Uptown? Uh-huh. Yeah. This is a good one, man. This is good.
4: Silky Slim was Calvin huh? Lockhart's
8: character.
1: We got to put Lockhart. Omari Hardwick in there somewhere. He's a great actor too. Yeah. This ain't
3: about great actors, uh, Shirley.
1: No, well, What's the fine about? part, Calvin Lockhart was fine.
4: <laughs> yeah, we look,
1: we can't. Okay. Trying to do that. Well, can. You all do well, want to be to
3: Why women is Tommy to go talking about it? being him?
1: Then. Oh, I see. No, he wants to be fine. I didn't Gitche say I was going to be him. I said oh. I was no, going,
8: no. uh uh-uh. uh. I said I was going to be uh, uh, Geechee Dane. That's, yeah. that's, that's, yeah, uh, a He had a short temper
4: Geechee Dan. The, the gangster. He had a Did short temper. See, right there. Oh, that's it. why. Oh, I, I see that. As, as soon, soon as she call said it, I sure it. appreciate
3: you, baby. I knew it. He called I knew it,
6: it. He had, sh- <laughs>
3: knew
4: it had <laughs>
3: something <laughs> to do with being shot.
6: Sorry. Tommy, that's
3: you.
4: All
6: he all just shot-ass
1: dad. Mm.
4: He was stubborn. He was... Don't you remember? I'm sorry, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you
1: said it, I was like, oh,
8: oh here we go. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. So, I hate to ask this question. Maybe... Marty Hardaway could be, uh... Who? Uh, Lil' Seymour. Remember Lil' Seymour? Lil' Seymour,
4: uh... I remember. I you know, yeah,
8: I remember Little C- would... Simo. C- Who are you trying to? Why don't you be Little C-
3: Semo? <laughs> I
6: want to be. Everybody asks you, I about ask you right what there. you want to <laughs> be. It's right there. But
3: Lil' C- Simo, <laughs> C- you right there with that big ass black dude that was with it. I tell you what, yeah, Thomas, yeah. I will stand next to you and be the big black dude. <laughs> That's <I> say <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be so great, though, to see this movie on film man. again. Yeah, oh, it's man. such a classic. So and many. And if they do all of them,
8: it's gonna really run. So if oh. they do Uptown Saturday night, if they do a piece of the action, action. let's do it again.
6: again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. That's going to be big. Classic. I love it. I want to see Steve in there with the OG and, and said too. Oh, that'd be oh, great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that'd be
8: great. But Mike Elps has to be Sharp Eye Washington. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. The prize character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I sir. I see that. Yes, sir. I see that.
1: Okay, well, you've pretty much casted the movie. I think I've casted it. Yeah. Somebody
8: call me, please. I think <laughs> i put this Casting
1: together. Director. <laughs> All right, Steve, coming up, our last break of the day, closing remarks, okay? Get ready, people.
7: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: All right, here we are, last break of the day. It's been a crazy day as usual, <laughs> the kind we like, right? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> and here's our fearless leader to take us home with closing remarks.
3: Well, uh, today, I just want to pose a question. <clears throat> Excuse me. Today, I just want to pose a question because I, I try to find different ways to motivate people as, um, as I ask God to help me find new ways. Uh, today, I just decided to try this. I just want to ask you a series of questions because I'm just trying to get everybody to get to moving towards their dreams. I'm just trying to get everybody to get started on the pathway of accomplishing your visions and your goals and your dreams. It's going to take some action, though. You know, you can't just want something. Have you ever heard people say, if you want something bad enough, it'll happen? That's not true. That That's that's so not true. Do you know how many times you've actually wanted something really bad and didn't get it? Uh, what What? Who? I don't know who said that. Why why they tell people that if you want something bad enough, it'll really happen. It can happen. No, it won't. It requires an action. Faith without works is dead. If you don't do anything, you can stop expecting to get everything. If you don't do anything, you can stop expecting to get everything. Now, God is going to give all of us some grace. In spite of our shortcomings and lack of effort, he will give all of us some grace and we'll all get some things that we really don't deserve. You know, it just provides us breaks. But in those breaks, he's trying to sustain you just to get you to say, wow, man, if I had just done a little bit more, what could I have had? Or if I had done a little bit more, what could have happened? So my question today for you is just, I'm asking you a series of very, very simple questions, maybe four or five. You're waiting for what? Tell me what is it you're waiting for? Because oftentimes when I talk to people, I I get some responses that just throw me off, you know, because you're waiting for what? What is it going to take to get you started? What is the motivation? What is the button? What is the trigger that fires you to get going to moving towards your dreams and visions? You're waiting for what? I don't understand. Are you perfectly comfortable where you are right now? Uh, Have you decided and settled in that this is it for me? Have you gotten tired of waking up and asking the question, wow, it's got to be more to my life than this? What, have you just gotten tired of that and you don't want to deal with it no more? So you just decided what? That you're just going to lock in like where I am is cool. You all right with that? Let me ask you another question. Have all the ducks ever lined up in a row? Because if that's what you're waiting for, I, I, <laughs> I, let me just ask you. Has it ever been set that Wow, I see how exactly step by step, I'm going to get there, I'm going to get there. Everything is perfect. I'm going to start now. If you're waiting on the perfect time to start, you may never start because there is no such a thing as the perfect time. The perfect time is now. That's the perfect time. If you're waiting on something else to happen, it probably ain't going to happen. Because you got to figure like this. Suppose it don't happen, what you going to do then? So you just got to come to that conclusion. Suppose it don't happen, what you going to do then? Suppose you don't get the degree, what you going to do then? You going to fail? Suppose you don't get that job that you got your eyes on. So you don't get that job. So now what, you unemployed the rest of your life? Because you didn't meet that deadline, you can't make another one? You waiting for what? What's it going to take to get you started? Have your ducks ever all lined up in a row? The answer is no. The perfect time to start is now. Let me ask you this question. Does it appear to be getting any closer even though you're not moving towards it? Uh Uh-oh. Does it appear to be getting any closer, even though you're not moving towards it? The answer is no. It's not getting closer because you're not walking towards anything. If you don't walk towards something, please stop expecting it to get closer. It will not happen. Success is not a magic trick. It's a series of steps that people take over and over and over and over. And in spite of what happens, they take those steps anyway. Does it appear to be getting closer? Even though you're not moving towards it, it's probably not. But could that be why you're not getting what you want? Because you ain't moving towards nothing. Last question. Could it be that you just don't want anything more? Maybe that's it. Maybe you don't quit wanting a new car. Maybe you don't quit wanting a bigger house. Maybe you don't quit wanting that second home. Maybe you quit wanting to open up a business. Is it that you just don't want any more? Just answer me these questions. Now let me tell all of y'all something. Put God in your life and it can change all of this. You can go to God and ask God to strengthen you. You can go to God right now and ask God to give you the desires of your heart, but enable you with the character to make them come true. Ask God to strengthen your character. Ask him to strengthen your will. Ask him to strengthen your stick-to-itiveness. Ask God for his help. Because God is going to make your dream come true business. Those are my closing remarks today.
1: Drop it, baby. Drop it. Those are good. (laughs) Outstanding. For all Steve Harvey (laughs) contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com.
7: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.
9: Zigazoo
11: has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo